2: Of course, Radio 92.9 The Game, 929 the game.com It's Sam and Greg on this 25th day, excuse me, 26th day of June. We say to you at the top of the hour, good morning, Georgia. Good morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Union City.
3: Oh, on the south side, Union City. Yeah. The first home, I believe that was the first place that uh, Hank Aaron opened his BMW dealership was in Union City.
2: Wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You pull that one out. Hank Aaron, BMW. I'm not. A, a That's Eric Slaughter. He's doing a great job filling in for Mr. Crenshaw, doing Sam's little nuggets here at the top of each hour. Um, we'll be back at it next week together. But uh, he is on assignment this week, and Eric, he <laughs> cracked me up. Hey, listen. All right, so we're going to get into this stuff here. You're going to fill in, uh, fill us up on what's going on here locally. But I've made an executive decision that since we were talking about it, and next week when we come back, another season will have ended. Came in here last week, and the NBA season ended. We talked about what happened with Golden State and what happened with Boston and so on and so forth. We're done. Draft has happened. Boom. NBA is an afterthought. Don't even want to get in this whole Kyrie and KD and where he may land and what the Lakers may do and who's coaching wherever. Don't care. Well, next week when we get in here, the NHL season will be over with, whether it ends tonight or there's a Game 7. When Mr. Crenshaw and I get in here next week for before, before the long holiday weekend. NHL season will be done. So, because of that, and because we've had uh, Sean Belision on from up there at WJR, just giving us all kinds of hockey nuggets and taking care of a good bit of our audience that feel like, oh, this is something we don't talk more about. I'm going to give you little NHL things, little NHL, tri- just little facts that you should know about. Now, I'm going to head Not okay. gonna hit you over the head with it. I'm going to hit you over the head with it. No, throughout the rest of this show. Okay. So, I'll just, you know, throw them out there. All right. Like, If you had to guess, what's the regulation hockey net size? Like, how high is it or how wide is it? Man,
3: okay, I would say height is probably about 3 feet, maybe 36 inches tall. And And width, I would say maybe about 4 feet, maybe 48 inches.
2: Okay. Am I close? You're close. It's uh, 6 feet wide. Okay. And 4 feet high. So, I was close to the height. You were close I was to the and south. I was short. Okay. All right. So, there you bad, go. Regulation bad. hockey nets are six feet wide and four feet tall. Now, if this has changed since this piece of information I got was <laughs> was printed, then right. um, I got problems. 40 interesting hockey facts. So, there you go. That's why they, they like the goalies to be pretty big guys. Well, you can't put a sumo wrestler in there. I mean, and plus, you've got pads on a dude already that make him look the size of a they sumo are. wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the skill comes in and makes you wonder, how the hell did Gretzky do what he did? How did Mario Lemieux and those guys – the ones that were that are all-time great scorers, you mm-hmm. wonder, given the size of that dude between the pipes, yeah. how they got as many goals as they did. The angle,
3: the speed, and skill. Just, just, skill. just skill. Yeah. It's just skill. It is
2: just skill. It is a lot of staying out late in the backyard on your frozen – <sighs> Pond or whatever. Your driveway. Get, no, you didn't do, you, know, you didn't do driveway because you still had to use the driveway. But people would go out and freeze their backyard all the time. Put some plastic down and then freeze it. They do it in Chicago all the time.
3: Well, see, yeah, don't the, see those are tidbits of living in the Midwest, living up north. north yeah, 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 the things I, you did. I mean,
2: you know, if you had a basket. Now, if you had like a little, you know, area where you played basketball in the summertime, and it was like half the driveway, but everybody can still get around that, you froze that because it was cement, right? But if you had angles, you know, then you had problems there. Wow. But yeah, man, it's is a whole like everything else, like everything else, like the sky hook, like like having the handles like uh, Kyrie has. It's a whole lot of practice and it's a whole lot of staying out late at night and your mother sticking head out the window mm-hmm. yelling for you to get home. Yeah, yeah.
3: But you got to put in the work when other people are not putting
2: in the work. That's what makes the major difference. So going to talk Wimbledon up next. It starts fortnight tomorrow. But uh, Eric, what's going on locally?
3: So, a couple events going on. So, the Georgia Basketball Coaches Association have had several events. They have a current one still going on up at the Lake Point Basketball Facility up off i 75. They call that Emerson. Some people say it's Cartersville's right there yeah, on the, just, the just, line. Yeah, what, what a beautiful sil- facility they have up there between the soccer fields, the baseball fields, and the basketball court. If you've never been up there, if you want to c- go see – Some of the next up-and-coming superstars of baseball, soccer, and basketball. They have them all right there at that Lake Point Sports Complex. So that's going on up there. Down at Sandy Creek High School, they've got summer conditioning for high school athletes, and they're doing it for all sports, track and field, football, soccer, and that's going on today starting at 3 o'clock and going to go for the rest of the evening as summer conditioning
2: drills. What do you Okay, what do you think that entails?
3: Uh, I bet you it, it entails a lot of uh, wind sprints, a lot oh, well, of... Well, other
2: than the obvious, but, I mean, do they have it at a... Okay, let me ask you this. Where is it at again? Sandy Creek High School. All right. So, would they have things set up like a track and field event? I, I bet they, you
3: they have, like, um, little sections of their stadium facility doing like different drills because conditioning is a lot of short burst activities, not a lot of long, you know, because anybody can get out on a track and just run and build endurance. That's not necessarily conditioning because conditioning, depending on what sport you play, you have to have short bursts, you know, because if you play – Football, you play it at 30 seconds at a time. If you play soccer, then you have to have endurance because you're out there for 45 minutes for a half. So, it, you know, it's very specific stuff. Um, I, I, I got the information from Sandy Creek's High School. I wish we could have maybe had someone come out and talk about how they break it up and what they do it for. So, you know, that's a great thing going on. Um, of course, the Atlanta Dream will play the Connecticut Sun at 3 o'clock down at the College Park Arena. We talked about that yesterday. That's a great – event to go to at a very reasonable price the gateway arena at the college park center the i think it's called just gateway arena right there at the georgia congress international congress center, i think that's what they call it at the airport beautiful facility um that's where the Land dream plays where the college park skyhawks play just one level so there's not a bad seat in there and i think you can get in there and get close to the court for like you know 30 40 bucks. So if you want to experience professional sports for a very inexpensive price, that's a great way to do it. Have you ever been out to the Rome Braves stadium? No. So the Rome Braves have a home game today. and I tell people all the time, you know, we talked about it yesterday how like how expensive it can be to go see the major sports of hockey, yep. basketball, soccer, baseball, you know, but we have several minor league sports here in Georgia that you can go see and get the experience that you maybe can't afford at Truist Park, and do it for a much reasonable price. If you've never been up to Coolray Field up in Gwinnett, you know for Triple A baseball, I've been
2: there before. Now that's different. I've been there, but I haven't been up to Rome. Okay,
3: and well, that was so Rome has a home game, and I love the names of minor league baseball teams. <laughs> Some of them that you hear about, so they're playing the Hickory Crawdads.
2: That sounds like a that sounds like a sentence from the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, <laughs> whatever that I mean, is, it just sounds like something that, you know. And I'm assuming that's Hickory, North Carolina. Yeah, the
3: Hickory Crawdads are the team that the Rome Braves See, are this, playing. This a
2: second ago, when you were talking about me and ice rinks, and pre- yeah. this is a different. Again, <laughs> no, north of the Mason Dixon line, south of the Mason Dixon line. There's just sentences you don't hear yeah. on one side versus the other. Yeah, you know. So you
3: know, you hear about the the old Toledo Mudheads. Is, is it the Mudheads or Mudheads? Yeah. Well, that you know?
2: one they know about there. And that that city, I don't. You talk about some place that's got a name that everybody knows, but yet, what's the identity there? I wouldn't want. You can make a lot of money, though, in Toledo. And I'll tell you why. Because it's sort of like Switzerland. Really? In that people from Ohio, most notably Ohio State fans, come there to buy merchandise. And University of Michigan people and fans come there to get. It's it's like this area where those two programs, those two-story programs who hate each other, mm-hmm. they they just start getting worked up into a lather. Just mention They don't even mention their names. You know that, right? They don't. We're going to that. We got to drive through that state down south. The folks up in Detroit say, or we got to go up north, or that team up north. They don't even mention their names. Wow. Now that's college. Yeah. That's a that's a college rivalry. Is that
3: the biggest rivalry in college sports?
2: Well, again, see here, again. I know it to be, but there are people down here who eat through tree bark, telling you there's others. It's, it's,
3: it's the iron bowl or the. But just
2: it, Georgia, Florida. We could or, do that with all the sport. What's, yeah. the, what's the biggest rivalry? When you say biggest, what's the most storied? Does yeah. that make it biggest mm-hmm. in in the NFL? Okay, I ask you that.
3: Uh, well, the, uh, the most. No, no, no you well, want to talk Commanders, Cowboys, or whatever you call it now.
2: So you're saying Washington and Dallas, the, the most storied Dallas. program. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you realize that there are people who will say. That's a young dude talking because he obviously doesn't realize the history. The Bears and between. Packers. There you go. Between those two teams,
3: just because I, again, I'm just, just saying because they
2: played more. Well, they're also part of the start of the league. But you know, again, I'm, I'm one of those
3: firm believers that in order to be a rivalry, one team's actually got to win a game from time to time. They
2: do. And what do you? Th- if you go okay, now this is where you you started with that argument, but you obviously didn't look up the records. Okay. Is it that close? It, there's always an ebb and flow, man. When Walter Payton and them boys were doing it in the '80s, the Packers stunk. Okay, and then the Packers got Aaron Rodgers and things changed. And they also had so, another. And they
3: also had a little guy before. Mikowski, They had him for a before, minute before. You know, Brett, and Brett Favre. Uh, Brett, no, no, you got to say it like the old commissioner, Brett Favre.
2: Well, that's true. So there, there is always, and of course, the Bears played in in the, in the early 2000s. They went there with Rex Grossman, but they got to the Super Bowl. Um, So, yeah, there's always these – you want to talk about something that's one-sided. What? That's supposed to be a rivalry. The Yankees and Red Sox. It's one-sided. It's one-sided, period. Go look at how many World Series rings the Red Sox got versus the Yankees. But, yet, that's always on there, right, as the oldest rivalry in in baseball. (laughs) It's a hammer-and-the-nail rivalry. That's what that is. And I don't care about either one of those teams. But it's not close. Dodgers and Giants out in California – there you go that's a hated that we hate exactly. your
3: guts robbery and
2: it's it's that way because not only was it two boroughs in New York that right. had a problem with each other now you go out to California and i don't know where the line of delineation is in central California but man you come from San Francisco you want to but, do but, it LA and but, vice versa but see,
3: that that's a conversation that you really can tell how young or how Far back, someone's sports knowledge go because you got a lot of people that don't realize that the San Francisco Giants were the New York Giants of baseball. And I mean, a lot of people know that the LA Dodgers were the Brooklyn Dodgers, but you got so many people that do not realize how many teams have relocated, not once
2: but some twice. Well, I'll start with the fact that there was nothing west of the Mississippi for until that, those two went out in the late fifties. Yeah, but it's it's the reason it's it's, it's continued is because those two cities don't like each other. Right. Now, I don't think LA thinks of San Francisco the same way San Francisco looks at LA. They just don't want nothing to do. Don't call us don't funny names, don't call us Frisco, don't do this and that, don't. You guys don't understand us. There and and it goes on. People from San Francisco say about folks from LA. You know, and the it, funny thing about all of this is yeah. for some reason San Diego gets the they, they get a pass on all of this back and forth things, and, and I bet you and everybody loves sitting, San Diego. They're, they're sitting down there, in their great weather, and
3: and getting their suntan, and and okay with that, yeah. because if there are three places in this country that you could live and enjoy your best life, if you could afford it, if
2: you can afford it, but San yeah, you Diego's got some other things. San Diego's one of them. Man, they only got one, like, maybe two. Who's the biggest sports name? Obviously, we know the obvious one uh of San Diego. Well, the Padres, I guess. No, no a name. I mean, in aspect. Oh, it's got to be Tony Gwynn. Can you start there? Well, in the history, yes, and, and yeah, in that city. Yeah. But who
3: else? Oh man, it's tough because they don't have. I mean, much to Dan Fouts. Fouts, um, or
2: um, or what you call Kellen, Kellen, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess. But anyway, it's just it's one of those kind of weird situations where they sit compared to those other two. Cities who have these storied programs uh, and get talked about the way they did. All right, anyway, good job. Thank you. There wasn't much going on locally here, but no, she did, yeah. did a wonderful job filling in for Mr. Crenshaw. Gonna switch gears and go over to uh, England. It's It's time for Wimbledon, biggest tennis tournament. Uh, of the year, and uh, Karen Pistana from Tennis Panorama is going to join us next and tell us about some of the stories that will happen over the next fortnight. It's Sam and Greg. Mr. Crenshaw's out. Eric's in. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 com. How you guys doing? Same and Greg. Mr. Crenshaw is out. Eric Slaughter is in. And I don't know. we having fun this morning so far. we doing all right. Having a blast. We have oh, a blast. Don't know nothing about this Sting song that you got me playing, but. Well, this was a hit song. What are you talking about? It ain't, first of all, I ain't playing it for me, I'm playing it for our audience. Roxanne, that's the only Sting song that's you that's know? We're going to have to sit down and get you a, like a cup of coffee and let you hear the other mm, 70. Okay. So Anyway, I want to welcome on a friend of the show, and uh, every time she joins us, I think of her husband. I um, want to bring on Karen Pastena from Tennis Panorama. Karen, good morning. How have you been? Your summer doing all right so far?
4: Yep, yeah, good, 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 good. We I hope should you guys are doing well too.
2: We we well, we're, we're doing well. Mr. Crenshaw is out today. Eric is is sitting in, so you're basically stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> because Eric is,
3: I no. know I know tennis very little. I I enjoy watching it, but to ask an intelligent question is going to be a stretch.
2: Well, she's not getting that from me either. But you know, she oh, just no. likes to laugh at me because I always mention her husband when he comes on here. But in all seriousness, though, Eric, we got to throw a congratulations out to Karen. I saw I like that. Th- I saw the most beautiful family picture from a graduation that took place not too long ago. And Karen's son graduated.
3: And, and, and you must have saw it because she is social, right?
2: Yeah, she is. There except that's They see this is the part that Sam usually handles, but <laughs> I don't have this. She so stuck with me. <laughs> but congratulations on the graduation. Um, where where is your uh, son headed?
4: He he is headed to Ryder University, which is in southern Jersey.
2: All right. Close to home. Yep. Which, yep, not far. <laughs> she's going, damn, I was trying to get this guy to the West Coast. But he's still close coming over here mooching, mooching dinners. That's what we That's what we do. All right, listen, uh, Karen, as we get ready for Wimbledon and, and, and this fortnight, the stories that linger from the French is where I get started. So let's just start with, with, with Rafa and his chances of making some noise going deep into this tournament. And going for, what is this? This would be... What uh, Grand Slam number twenty-three?
4: 23 number two. He'd be
2: one it. behind Serena.
4: Um. Well. Yeah. Well, Serena right now has twenty-three majors total. Right, right now he has twenty-two. So right. he would be he'd be tied with her. Okay. To tie Serena. Yep. Jeez. Yes, yeah, and Nadal. The thing with Nadal, you know, he has suffered from uh, left foot uh, issues for years. It's kind of genetic. Um, And he at first he didn't, you know, there was questions whether or not he was going to play the tournament. But he, he's there, he's practicing, and it's, you know, his left foot pain is something he's had to deal with his entire career, really, his entire life. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, do I have him as a as a favorite? Well, to be quite honest, I I would probably put Djokovic as the favorite. But Nadal, you never know. Hey, they didn't think he was going to win the French. That's what, I, and Here he is standing with French Open trophy number 14.
2: That's what makes it so amazing on, on top of the fact that he's got this foot injury and you talk about a sport where you got to stop and start and maybe the French is more conducive to his game given this injury because you can slide a little bit. You know, you talk about the hard court surfaces at U.S. Open and Australian. He's going to plant and stop. Wimbledon a little bit ago with the grass, but still, when you talk about the French Open and that clay, he gets some, you know, he stops and he keeps moving a little bit, so maybe that's less pain on his foot. So, again, I I marvel at what he has done these last couple years, taking advantage of Federer being out and just these hiccups here and there from Djokovic. Uh, Let's get back to him just briefly because you know how I feel about him. Uh,
4: Well... Yeah, Djokovic, he's going for his fourth straight Wimbledon title, yeah. which would be his seventh if he gets it. And, um, something actually to look ahead in terms of the U.S. Open at this and pre- in, in the COVID vaccinations and all that, um, As this moment in time, because he is not vaccinated, at this point in time in the U.S., no unvaccinated foreigners can enter the U.S. So he may not be able to even come into the U.S. to play the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated. Yikes. Uh, I think a lot of people don't realize that at, as of this moment. Things could change, but as of this moment, he... He couldn't come into the U.S. to play the U.S. Open. But anyway, back to Wimbledon. Yeah, I think his side of the draw is easier than the Dahl side, so that's why I'm picking him. Um, yeah, I mean, I know, I know you're not a fan of
2: his. But, you uh, know. know, I can't knock his hustle. I mean, look at the dude is up there at the top for a reason. I just ain't got to like him about yeah, it, sure. you know. And that's the thing about tennis players. Well, all the individual sports, there's people who, you know, you had the whole thing going on with Mickelson and Tiger for the longest time. There are golfers, there are tennis players, there are race car drivers, open wheel and NASCAR. For whatever reason, the person who, this person who has a lot of success, got a got a bunch of folks that just don't like him and you know it just thats always been the case Look, can we switch over so, it was lonely at
4: the top right <laughs> yeah, it really
2: is it really is um again sam and greg sports radio 929 the game 929 the dot uh with karen Pistana from tennis panorama as we uh, preview wimbledon let's go to the women's side right now and obviously the the story is serena but i also feel like the story is maybe coco golf maybe yes. Sloan stevens maybe ash barty retiring and 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 not being the number one player. No looking at the number one player in the world right now and wondering if she can make it through this. There's a number of storylines on the women's side that seem more compelling than what we've been talking about on the men's side.
4: This is true, and number one being Serena Williams coming back, you know, taking a wild card into the tournament. Um we'll you know, we'll see what happens, what kind of form she's in. I mean, she hasn't played since last year at Wimbledon when she injured herself. In her first round match,
2: Karen. Karen, can I stop you Apparently, real quick here? Real quick, can yeah. we? Can can you explain the wild card situation when it comes to Serena? Because okay. people may not understand why she had to take that designation for this.
4: Okay, Serena. At this point in time, she hasn't played since last year Wimbledon, and her um, so she doesn't really have many ranking points. So therefore, her ranking right now, she's outside of one thousand, if I'm not mistaken and um but as a as a former champion she's won you know she's won Wimbledon so many times she probably asked for a wild card and said, you know I I want to play can you give me a wild card so tournaments have so many wild cards they can give out the major tournaments they usually give out what's it uh, eight or so and um she benefited from that but also what she could have done um is because she was she had a ranking you know a significantly higher ranking than she does now, um, when she was injured, she could have asked for what was called a protected ranking, but she didn't do that soon enough, so therefore she asked for a wild card. So say the U.S. Open's coming up, and uh, she's still ranked outside of the top 106, which usually get automatic entry, then she could say, I want to use my protected ranking from you know 2021. And she might even get a seed because he has a protected ranking. But, you know, we'll, you know, we'll see what happens with her. We'll see what happens. Because, hey, she could win Wimbledon a couple of tournaments and get right back up into the top 100. So we'll I see.
2: Also had a couple women that, have, um, that withdrew this week. The significance of their pulling out.
4: Yeah. Uh, Naomi Osaka has a, a left Achilles injury. Uh, and um, Madison Keys also uh, pulled out with an injury just yesterday. Now Keys is is really good on grass, so that really hurts hurts the tournament. Uh, I mean, at least for the U.S. players. And uh, Osaka grass is not her strength, so her having a left Achilles injury on grass and possibly slipping really would <laughs> make her injury even worse. So uh, yeah, those are the, the two major ones who have pulled. Who pulled out before the tournament.
2: Hey, Karen, where are we with Naomi Osaka and, and and understanding what she was going through a year or so ago with mental health and her struggles, and, and she showed up for a little bit, and, you know, I, I can't remember how long she lasted in the French Open. I'll show you, but oh. n- <laughs> it was like... <laughs>
4: Look, um, uh, well, you know, the, the play and grasping on her strength. Hardcore, she's the queen of hardcore. Uh, but um, as far as her issues are concerned... Well, I think for her, it's kind of day by day. I mean, she has talked about, she has talked in media about her struggles and everything. And um, But, you know, she's she's back doing media because she didn't want to do it at one point. And uh, she just has to live with that. I mean, I mean, yes, it drew attention to mental health awareness. Right. But you still have to deal with the media. It doesn't matter what you do. It's you're, all... You're a top... Top player, got to do it.
2: It's always um, fun when you have conversations about a young up-and-coming player and they actually start producing um, sooner than you expected. I don't know if you expected it to happen the way it did, but Coco Gauff making it to the finals of the French and what that means for her moving forward. Um, Just her as she approaches this Wimbledon after what she did at the French.
4: Yeah. You know, she's number 11 in the world. She's on the doorstep of top ten. And um she's you know, she's been on the tour essentially since she was fifteen. She's moved up gradually, gradually, you know, gaining confidence, um, you know, you know, learning how to improve her game as she goes. I mean she's still there's room for improvement but she's number and she's number eleven in the world. I think people need to beware. <laughs> they need to beware of her getting through the draw, but she's seated, so that's some consolation to some of the higher seated players. Like, oh, I can't meet her in the first couple of rounds because she's number 11. But, you know, she's on her way. I mean, remember, she beat Venus Williams at 15 yes. at Wimbledon.
2: Yes. Um, before it I let, was you...
4: just three years ago. Yeah, yeah three years ago. Bef- yep.
2: Before we let you go, and I, I I can't pronounce this woman's name. I know you know how to say it. Two time Wimbledon champion who just won the Eastbourne uh, title. Going in is oh, she Petra Kvitova? Thank you.
4: Are you talking about Petra?
2: I'm, I'm talking Petra about Petra. But <laughs> yes. yes, I can't say her name. I'd love to get it. In, <laughs> I'd love to get it in Scrabble, but I can't. I can't pronounce it, so I leave that up to you. But is she? Uh, oh, okay. Is she the the the, the, the woman to beat um, heading into this tournament?
4: Coming in, yes, she has always been amazing on grass. She has, of course, two Wimbledon titles. And if her serve is on and her returns are on, you can, <laughs> no, and you know nobody's beating her. So, yes, definitely watch out for her, yeah. especially on this beloved grass of hers.
2: And also, before we let you leave, you say Djokovic is the guy. You're expecting him to run through the men's side.
4: I'm expecting him to get win the title because I think his side of the draw is easier than Rafa's side. Rafa's side loaded. That one dangerous floater over there is Nick Kyrgios. So that's uh, I'm saying that. Okay.
2: All right. Well, listen. You know, Sam's going to be back next week, and he's going to want you on here. We're going to be halfway through Wimbledon. We're going to check back in with you next week and see how your predictions have worked out and the knowledge that you have brought. But uh, get ready to wake All up right, next week and, and let your husband know I'm going to be calling. <laughs> no, I will. I will. <laughs> Karen, thank you as always. That's Karen Pastina from Tennis Panoramas. We get ready for Wimbledon. Uh, I love having her on, man. Well, how come you ain't got no, no, no tennis questions here, Eric? You don't you well, don't follow well, the sport? No. I, Serena's that, man. I, I know had, you
3: like Serena. I, had, I do like Serena. I had one I was going to ask, and it really is what was going to say is the quick turnaround between the French Open and Wimbledon, and how will that affect some of the. the tennis they're players. used to it. They're used to it. They're used to it. Yeah, because, you know, they get the long break between the Australian. And the French didn't have the quick turnaround. Yeah, so. well, you've seen that flight. It's pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> but that have been about the best I could have done. Line.
2: I want to know where the actual international date line is. It's something that you wish you could see, but you can't, right? But you know when you pass it's it, there.
3: Yep. That's all and you my know.
2: question is, when you if you're taking a cruise out there or you take a flight, what happens with your electronics? Does it automatically switch?
3: Well, they do that. You know, when you go from Georgia to Alabama, so I would assume they can do that. For the international,
2: really, line but you'd as be well. going backwards, and you. You're, well, I don't know. Did you? I think she just hung up. You left her on there. You left. See there, something could have been. You could have cussed. She could have said something. Hey, living mm, living dangerously over here. <laughs> that is uh, Eric slaughter He's in for Sam. We're going to be back together. The Band's going to be back together uh, next week. Let me tell you what we're doing next. If you haven't been with us the last week or so, Sam and I just decided that we are going to let you know about job opportunities. First responding jobs. Those those of you out there that are working in industries that actually help us. We're not talking about necessarily restaurants and places like that, although we may do that moving forward. But we just know we all know that those places need personnel. But you may not know about the firemen, the policemen, these these types of jobs. And in this case, air traffic controllers. Yeah, going to talk about that up next. That's part of the want ads. Sam and Greg, Eric Slaughter's in for Mr. Crenshaw. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us weekend on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg's ads. Boy, it ain't got a nice ring to it there. Brought to you by somebody. Just leave it blank like that. Everybody's picturing how their name would sound wonderful right there. Sam and Greg's ads. Brought to you by... So anyway, nothing like Honeycomb. Song was number one back in nineteen seventy one. 271 your socks off. Take a stroll down memory lane. Watch your step. Is that your <laughs> that was, KC? It that, that was my stupid, it, it, it's a radio voice. Mm-hmm. Just radio, quintessential Crazy. The
3: multi-talents Honeycomb, Greg Clarkson. Yeah,
2: they, yeah. they won, uh, The song went to number one. Um, not only the uh, top 100, but also in the R&B charts, but then was knocked off by a woman that you might have heard of before by the name of Aretha Franklin.
3: And which of her many It hits. was
2: actually, it was a remake of Paul Simon, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Aretha redid that and knocked I, them out. You know,
3: so um, that movie, um, what was the title
2: of it? Uh, Respect. Oh, you know, okay? I was I, in the other one, Aretha. But that was the TV, that was the five part series or six part or whatever. Really? Yeah. You, was know, you know. I looked up
3: your, your IMDb. Does your IMBD IMDb need, <laughs> IMDb does it need to be updated?
2: Uh, well, I don't know. It might. I haven't looked. At, I don't look at it. Really. Yeah, yeah what's really the, what was the last movie on there? I, I got 23 credits.
3: Oh, 23, that's what I'm talking about, boy. Yeah, I, I got I 23 know. credits. I, boy, I compared to dro- Harrison Ford, who has got 620.
2: I'm going to stop dropping <laughs> your name, man, you know? No. Yeah. Tyson, I think the Spider-Man, Tyson's run is the last. No, no, because that actually was done before Spider-Man. Okay. But it was it should be redone with one called Fantasy Football. That one that's I just the one did. that's coming out? Yeah. Okay. And as doing? far as film, then TV was killing it, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't like I said I don't look at it. But we're getting way off base here. We got to <laughs> give away some jobs here. We got to we'll let people know about them. Now we started this last week and we started it with um Chief Brandon. And there is a need for those of you who live up in the you know, up in the north side or just maybe you're going to relocate up there. But Paulding County Fire, we're looking for people. Public safety, uh, just go to pu- uh, paulding.com. You are going to see they got like 14 openings, 25 in the firehouse. Um, These numbers may have changed since last week But this is how we started it. So this week, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to give you this information And listen, it's going to bounce off the shoulders of most of you out there But this is what we're going to do now Moving forward, we're going to let you know about these jobs Take advantage of them Don't take advantage of them But just know that there are people out there looking for qualified individuals And this week, going to talk about the FAA They're hiring air traffic controllers When was the last time you heard that, Eric? Yesterday? <laughs> Before that? been a one taken. right. Exactly. me too. All right, now I'm just going to read down through this and just remember that you want to just go to FAa.gov. Mm-hmm. Remember, just remember that if you go to that website, you'll get all this information. Um, but the applications to get this these opportunities, I should say, ends tomorrow. It's been going on all weekend. Right, but it ends tomorrow. There has been a brief window for this thing. Um, 27th, like I said, it ends tomorrow. But um, if you have some young folks out there that want to be a part of this, 18 to 30 years old, tell them to go to www.faa.gov, actually backslash B A T C. B slash A T C. Salary range starts at six digits. I'm not gonna give the specifics out here, but they're saying it'll start you at six digits. Paid training and school. The salary range during the two and a half year training period equates to somewhere around two grand to thirty one hundred. All right. You're gonna use the link, apply, forward it to your close friends if you want, but the FAA is looking for air traffic controllers. Get everything started by going to FAA.gov. And to be more specific, FAA.gov backslash be slash A-T-C. be B-E-slash-A-T-C. And again, this is just another opportunity for the – bless you, Eric. He sneezed way over there, and I heard it in the studio. <laughs> I guess this
3: glass isn't as thick as we thought it is. Huh? <laughs> but thank you. So, again,
2: yeah, we're just um, – I guarantee you, I don't know that the one we talked about last week started at six, at six digits –
3: I don't A think year. the one – unfortunately, and even though how important the job that we talked about last week are and how important those jobs are, I don't think they top out.
2: But it doesn't days. matter. It's that we, it's two different occupations. It's yeah. two different skill sets. Mm-hmm. It's two it, – completely different. And the next one when I talk about next week may be different than this one yeah. and what we did last week with Pauline County.
3: Now, see, you completely threw me for the curveball because, you know, yesterday when we had our pre uh, sh- show meeting, and you said, "Oh, we're going to talk about one age. We're going to talk about TSA." That's what you said to me yesterday. You oh, did that? I really? Yeah. And I then misspoke. when you did, and then when you came with the, yeah, you FAA. know the FAA and the, um, well, it had Air to do with the controller. airport. I kept it in the airport. Yeah, but I tell you, that's you like you said, this you, you went from a, a, like I said, from a serious. That's a serious bump and pay. You know, if there's some TSA agents out there that are on their way over to Hartsfield, and eighteen bless, to thirty years old. God bless you guys for what you do because yeah. you have a. That's a very stressful, un- stressful and thankless job. Yes, there's a know. lot of those out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, they may be like, you know what? What else can I find here? You ain't got to change locations. You
2: already used to go in there. I know that the I, I know that the uh, pet industry, mm-hmm. animal hospitals, yeah, clinics. People, you know that that occupation, those occupations, they're needed. Mm-hmm. I absolutely know the healthcare industry. Wow. These people, well, yes. left and right, and and they
3: pay recruitment, they pay bonuses, sign on bonuses.
2: Well, I have a special sort of connection with that now, dealing with health, uh, caregivers for my father. Right, right. So that's something that's near and dear to me. And they all talk about how they're struggling with people leaving mm-hmm. these jobs. And now, you, the last thing you want to hear,
3: quicker than they're getting qualified candidates coming in. It's
2: it's just it's, it's maddening. You don't care. This is one of those where you don't care about how the sausage is made. Yeah. You just want, because especially if we're talking about your mother, your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, you know, aunts and uncles, whoever is in need of caregivers, and people are coming into this industry, you know, kind of half-assed, if you will. You know, and not completely committed. They're just looking at this as a job, you knowing you have to do yes, it is a job, but it's also for that particular field a commitment. You gotta wanna have that. It's like rebounding in basketball. It's want to. <laughs> you gotta wanna be able to help these people who are in need. Yeah. More than whatever the paycheck is. Mm-hmm. And uh, some folks don't understand that going in. And then they get there, and they realize that the water's up over their heads, and, and they end up leaving for a little while. But they leave those businesses, those those hospitals, those those clinics in a lurch, those retirement communities, and so anyway. Uh that's gr-
3: okay. That's something that's, you know, that's very close to you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, it but, you, it, you, you know, but it's a passion
2: right now. But it's jobs, period, though, right? We, we hear it. We go to a restaurant with our family and, oh, we're going to be a little slow tonight because we got, we don't have enough people. Yeah. Right? We hear, yeah. Everybody oh, hears yeah.
3: that. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that, that industry is just in a shortage. That
2: Most of what we do takes a little bit longer now because places don't have the workforce they used to. Are you a
3: naturally patient man?
2: with some things. Yeah. I actually things? I actually some things I am. Okay. I get there's a there's there's one element <laughs> of my being that is misrepresented.
3: And which one is that? And
2: that is driving. You got road rage? I no 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 no. No no no. no. I don't and I don't drive fast. What oh. I do is I drive offensively. As opposed to de- waiting for that knucklehead over there to make a move, then I gotta drive defensively and I gotta w- worry about what they're gonna do. Uh, I see somebody acting silly on the road, you I going just, around road. Yeah, okay. I get right past them. Okay. So that's oh, what I mean. Okay. So I go, do, I, do you I,
3: use your signal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because most offensive, I've had some insurance readers, claims in
2: my past, so I got I do all of you, the knucklehead stuff. <laughs> I've you, had you that. You've made happen. these
3: claims, or you've been oh, uh, I've had, just, both.
2: You know, I've had I've had to deal with the insurance folks, so because <laughs> of that, I am very cognizant of what I need to do. I do the basics, okay. and if you do the knucklehead stuff when you're driving, mm-hmm. you usually stay out of trouble. But it's the other people you got to worry about. And this is a, a remember throughout the show, Eric and I have been talking about the differences between folks that's you know. Are raised north of the Mason Dixon line versus south of the Mason Dixon line. Phrases, things that we look at differently. I, 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 think, I think
3: bad driving is universal.
2: No, well, I was going to say big cities. Yeah, and okay. I'm saying you you grow up in a big city, you learn to maneuver if you're driving in that big city. Now, yeah. I drove as much as I took public transportation mm-hmm. early on. Obviously, it was nothing but. Tra- I can't tell you. I didn't start driving to a job till I was in my 20s. Really? Mid 20s? Yeah. I just. I well, actually. Earlier than that. But, yeah, I just didn't because it was public transportation was so prevalent in Chicago. But when you had to drive and you, you learn driving there, I'm sure people in New York, Philly, Dallas, all the big cities, they all know this. You know, you have to find ways not just to get around the city because of any number of, of obstacles, but right. then the people who come to that city. Yep. How many times we talk about folks driving on the connector, you could tell they came from Florida or Alabama or somewhere else, and they don't know where they're going and they're clogging things up. Absolutely. And you start screaming All at them All day, every day. Okay, yeah. see? <laughs> that ain't right. There's no point. Them folks don't know. They're trying to find yeah. their way around the city. Yeah. So instead of getting mad at
4: them,
2: just go around them. Get out of their way. You may have to go over the speed limit for a minute. Not a just full a, minute. Just a minute. Just to get around seconds. them. Yeah. Because if they don't know where they're going, and they're going to take a swerve out, oh, i got to get over in this lane. We've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're cutting you off.
3: Yeah, and imagine how much – it's actually gotten so much better now that we have all this technology that can, you know, let you know, in the next mile, exit this, that, and the other. Remember when people actually had to use maps and atlases and that really would slow them down mm-hmm. because they're, someone's trying to navigate for them? Thank God, we and where have you got to go is now. always in the
2: crack. I tell you, of, of, of the uh, of the map, it's always yeah. in the
3: crack, yeah, always in the crack, the
2: fold, <laughs> much, much like life. Um, again, for our one ad section, FAA hiring air traffic controllers. Take yourself www.faa.gov to find out where you can get your application in as quick as you possibly can because it ends tomorrow, and we're going to continue, we're going to do this every show. Sam is out this week. He'll be back next week. We're gonna do it again next week. We are gonna have these opportunities for you to take advantage of. Got another one coming up in the eight o'clock hour, and that is casting call. Still looking for those of you that know real motocross slash motorcycle racers, paying a thousand bucks a week. Not a week. I'm sorry, paying you a thousand bucks for the job. So you probably be on set maybe a day or so, but. That's one of the knees in casting call. That's coming up. Terrell Thomas is going to join us from these Urban Times up next and talk about what's going on in the NFL. Not only are Falcons coming off the OTAs and and what we're hopefully going to start to see take place with this team, but there's some other news going on in the NFL. That is up next. Sam and Greg with Eric Slaughter in for Mr. Crenshaw. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Game 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.